Hi, everyone. We're your hosts, Megan and Morgan, on the Naked Without Shame podcast. In today's episode, we will be discussing two forms of love, eros and agape, what they are, why they need each other, and an important case for eros. Stay tuned. Open your clouds, open up your clouds to clouds. Hello. Okay, <laughs> before we begin, we just want to invite you to download the Awaken app. Um, the Awaken app is basically like a social media alternative. Um, it's a community of like-minded people that you can chat with. Um, you can also chat with show hosts such as me and Megan. Um, and there's access to lots of cool things such as prayers. There's a shop. Um, yeah, so to download the Awaken app, go to theawakenapp.io. Morgan and I would also like to invite you to con- consider joining our patronage community. If you go to our website, nakedwithoutshameshow.com, you will see us there and different ways in which you can give to support our ministry and our show. So Morgan, today we are going to talk about eros, romantic, desirous love, mm-hmm. and agape, self-sacrificial love, mm-hmm. and what that has to do with the gift of self. Okay. Making a case for it. Make it especially, a case for it. especially Eros. Yeah. Especially we the. We want to talk about the importance of Eros for Agape. Yes. And that's what we want to talk about. Yeah. Yes. So let's go a little bit more into what Eros is. Let's start with, with Eros. Okay. Okay. Um, so Eros is, like we said, like this desirous, kind of passionate, um, more sexual love for the beloved. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, in like theology, the body conversation, um, that's what it's mainly known as, right? Like just the, the longing for the other, the other your, your, your person, your partner. Eros doesn't necessarily though, like stay there. Like we find the expression of Eros in the relationship between man and woman there, right? Mm-hmm. But Eros is actually much more than that. It's just the desire for what is true, good, and beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's often misunderstood. I had no idea about that Mm -hmm. when I first was um, presented with this Mm -hmm. understanding of Eros. I just thought Eros equals erotic equals sexual. Um, And I didn't necessarily think like this, this, what you just said, this definition of Eros is this desire for the good, true, and beautiful. I think that Mm -hmm. was like really, um, yeah, news to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And to add with that, uh, it's precisely beyond like the relationship between men and women, like the, the central desire for another, because it expresses a type of receptivity and poverty before something that you long for. Hmm. That's kind of like the, the posture of, of Eros. Interesting. Is a, is a receptivity for the love of another. Because you're saying, I don't have something. You're lacking something and you desire it. That's why you desire, mm-hmm. um, because you lack something. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. So then talking about, er- or, uh, sorry, agape. Mm-hmm. Agape is kind of this other love we talk about in uh, the theology of the body where man becomes kind of a self-sacrificing gift. Like there's this outward movement rather mm-hmm. than, than receiving 
because of a lack of poverty, a, a desire, uh, you want to give of yourself, right? Mm, There's a lot of, yeah. right? And when and when people hear the the phrase gift of self, mm-hmm. we often think of giving in this this agape form, this this way of just sacrificing something of myself for the sake mm-hmm. of another, denying myself for the sake of another. I think when we think of Christianity in general too, we think of this agape love. We think of this like giving of yourself, sacrifice like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't necessarily think of eros. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's interesting. Right. Yeah. Like when we think of Christ's like sacrifice mm-hmm. on the cross, I think we often think of, oh, agape love, mm-hmm. just total, you know, kind of Mm -hmm. Mm self-emptying, which is very good. Um, Very beautiful. Very beautiful. So both are beautiful. Yes. Right? Eros, Mm -hmm. desires love, and agape, a pouring out Mm -hmm. of myself. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about then like the relationship between the two and why it's important for them to be united in order to experience the fullness of love in this life. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think that this is a very like radical claim. Um, so we we're just reading. Um, there's this encyclical written by um, Pope Benedict the Sixteenth called Deus Caritas Est, God is Love, and um, one of the like really kind of like a little bit provocative thing that he says in there is um, that um, Eros needs agape, um, and agape needs Eros. And I think that Eros needing agape is like a kind of more like intuitive, like commonly accepted thing, at least in like Christian circles. Like, yeah, like this desiring love, um, this passionate love, like can get you in trouble. Basically, it can become associated with lust and sin. And so it's it kind of needs to be purified by agape. I think that's easy to understand. But then one of his big points is that actually agape also needs Eros. Um, So, yeah, I think that. Um, that's what I'd say first about, um, the relationship between the two is that they somehow they need each other and they have this, there's this reciprocity between both, um, which I think is difficult to get your head around at first. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. why then does agape need arrows? Why would you say that? What, what happens to this self-sacrificial love, which we have been taught is like so good Mm -hmm. without, this dimension of eros or receptivity. And can I make a disclaimer real quick before you answer that question? <laughs> I like that you said, <laughs> I like that you said that eros is not lust. You have to like keep that in mind too, because yeah. in our experience, we might think of like sexual desire as only lustful, mm-hmm. but it's, but it's not. Eros mm-hmm. is, does not equal a lust mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. heart. So. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that in mind, like Eros is good. It can be very pure. And it's necessary, actually. Yes. It's like, that's kind of the point we're going to try to make. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So back to my question, which was, what can happen to agape without Eros? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that, like you're saying, it can often be sort of mistaken, like agape is great. Like agape is superior to Eros. Um, and Eros is like kind of cool, like it's good, but it's it's like really needs agape. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's like the good kind of love and Eros is kind of the bad kind of love. <laughs> that's that's like what we kind of think. I don't know. I think that's at least what I used mm-hmm. to think. Um, but yeah, agape 
and this is something we're going to unpack, but I guess I'll just like go out right and say it. Um, I think agape without eros, its risk is that it actually, because it has, um, like we were saying, eros comes from a lack. It comes from a need. Um, like I don't have something, so I desire it. Um, agape without eros basically assumes um, that I have everything that I need and that I can just give of myself to people in this like sort of charity. Um, but that's a very um, kind of disordered notion. Mm. And we can unpack that. But yeah, yeah. I, would, I just got right and say it. Like, I think that's, it, it's actually selfish. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so. so it's, it's selfish because one, I think that I, I am full enough to just keep giving yeah, and I don't need to receive. Yeah. I don't need to receive from someone else mm-hmm. that to, to, to be a Christian is to just do good all the time. Like to kind of give this, this self myself. Um, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. Pope Benedict in the, um, in his encyclical Deus Caritas Est, um, he says that, um, I think like I was saying, um, Christianity is really the first religion, the first philosophy, if you could call it that, um, that would propose this, this mutual, I'm going to keep using this term, mutual reciprocity. I think that's, a, I think that's the right term. Um, <laughs> this, it's like, it's this, your term now. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, I now have coined this term. So no, I think it's a term. But anyway, um, mutual reciprocity between Eros and Agape. Um, and so he, coming from, like, for instance, the Greek worldview that he talks about a little bit, um, the Greek worldview sees um, Eros as kind of this, it's only a quality of humanity, basically. Um, okay. Eros is because we don't have, we're not the ultimate, we're not the absolute. Um, so we're not God. I mean, they had a sort of different understanding of God, but they still had this understanding of the good, the absolute good in like platonic philosophy. Um, so Eros is a feature of humanity that is kind of deficient and doesn't have everything that it needs. And it kind of just desires to go like to ascend upwards. And that that's Eros. I mean, Eros is like a very beautiful, um, quality in the Greek mind. Um, but it's also like a very like messy quality because it kind of, they talk about this, it's like divine madness that Eros that has, it's this sort of like, it's, it's good because it like sort of, um, raises your, your gaze upward. Um, and it like, you can ascend through Eros through this desire, but at the same time, it kind of can like blur your vision and get you into like a huge mess because it's so intoxicating and it's so passionate and it's so all these things. Um, so then agape, this, this giving love is really only like a feature of God or of the absolute or of the, the good, um, that there, the God in sort of this platonic, um, worldview is totally without need, totally without, um, desire or receptivity. Mm-hmm. Like it's just this sort of this force up there that doesn't need anything and just gives it's goodness basically. Okay. Okay. So that's the, that's the Greek way of conceiving I see. the world and yes. the divine. Um, so Christianity adds something with arrows to that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a really radical thing. So the Christian God who reveals himself in Christ is a God that actually profoundly desires and needs and depends. So Christ 
totally is dependent on the father. I mean, that's like the big sort of a little scandalous um, feature of Christianity is that Christ says, um, when you, when you see me, you see the father. I mean, I, I am this, I'm totally like this, who I am as the son is totally transparent to the father. And I totally depend on him. Mm -hmm. He has to pray to the father. He's constantly mm -hmm. referencing others to the father. He gets all of his power from the father. Mm -hmm. So he is like really totally, again, totally dependent, totally receptive. Yes. Um, so mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's really good. So agape, um, in a sense, needs eros to to kind of complete the whole gift of self. Insofar as like we can't just be givers and like not receive, but we can't just be receivers and not give. So the the Christian perspective, the Christian faith says, oh, but like the gift of self includes both of these things. Yeah, exactly. Includes both of these things. Yeah, it has to first. Um, be filled. And that's, that's Eros. That's the role mm -hmm. of Eros is mm -hmm. that I, I don't have, I can't, um, produce love on my own. Mm -hmm. And this is like, even in, even in the Trinity, this is something that's represented. I mean, it's, it's analogous and it's not a perfect representation, but like in our experience, like it's, it's this thing of like, I, I need the divine to, um, fill me. And then I can, that's the only time I can give. That's the only time I can have this agape or mirror this agape of, of God. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So let's use kind of an example again of, uh, yeah. Agape's dependence on Eros. So one, like one phrase that might be familiar to, uh, I don't know, the TOB world or lingo is like the sense of altruism, mm. right? Like total, like once again, pouring out of myself, yeah. It's totally altruistic. Lack of self-interest. Yes. That's what I associate with altruism. Yes. Why is that dangerous for love? Yeah. 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 I think again, um, the danger of altruism is while it might seem like really great and pious, it actually assumes that I am totally self-sufficient. Like I don't need anything. Mm -hmm. I'm good. Like I'm on this kind of pedestal and I will give you all of like these, mm -hmm. whatever, whatever I have. Yeah. Yeah. So the, so the danger then, um, once again, while it's good to give, right, it's, it's better to give and receive. Yeah. So the danger is that let's say two people who are in a relationship could be any type of relationship. If I have this idea of altruism that I'm just going to give and give, and the person that I'm in relationship is just going to give and give, mm -hmm. there's only giving happening. Yeah. There's only giving and not receiving. I think we could think about our relationships and, and think about those times when I've, I've tried to give, but I just don't quite feel like I've been received. Yeah. Right. Or I have nothing to give. Yeah. I yeah. think, yeah, that's a very common experience. I, right. Like I, I want to be like sacrificial right now, but I literally have nothing to give. I'm not yeah. full myself. Um, mm, because I'm not receiving. Yeah. Because I haven't I, received I, anything. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not receiving because mm -hmm. I think I, just need to pour out myself right. for another person. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think the, the remedy is to just get in touch with receptivity, but that is hard actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to like be in a posture of, of Eros mm -hmm. because in fact, like being independent and being 
full of agape, the self-sacrificing love is in a sense easier. Like I can kind of protect myself and control when I want to give. Yeah. But with Eros, like the desirous side of love is like very poor before, am I going to be given a gift? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like will, will my beloved or, or will God like come to me? Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, that's harder. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's, it requires a lot of vulnerability. There's, there's more of a drama, I guess, in, in Eros. And that's why, like you said, it, it can get really messy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. in Agape, it can appear that like I'm, I'm in control with Eros. It's like, will I be given? Like, will I, will my desires be fulfilled? Yeah. I mean, it, like you're saying in this relationship, we're both people are just giving all the time. Like it's, you can't even really call that a relationship actually. It's just two individuals like giving to each other mm-hmm. because they think they're good. And it's kind of like this self affirmation in the end. Like, I just mm-hmm. want to affirm myself and how good I am, but I don't want to be um, vulnerable to this other person or mm-hmm. at the whim of this other person. I mean, like, I'm not going to make myself available in any way to this other person mm-hmm. um, because yeah, like you're saying, like, I think it's often because we're afraid um, of what yeah. that, will, what will happen to us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's a self-protective yeah. Thing. But how beautiful is it to like train ourselves in a love where you're in a relationship with somebody and you learn to like anticipate what the other desires and what the other needs. So like getting to know, yeah, somebody's kind of like poverty before you getting to know somebody's, um, yeah, wants and needs mm-hmm. and like being able to give to fill them, you know, it's like, yeah. it's like truly like a gift, uh, or like you, you just, yeah, want something really badly. I don't know, it could be a car or, or like <laughs> a really great meal or something. Yeah. And your, your friend or your partner knows that you like these things mm-hmm. and then it's given. It's like, oh my gosh, like you gave me this gift. And like, if we, if we have this closed heart of like, I'm not going to want this, I'm not going to want this. Then we deny ourselves like the experience of that union with a person. Yeah. And then we... I mean, just think of the experience. I always think of like when I feel like, I mean, this doesn't happen often because I'm, you know, a very imperfect person. But like whenever I have an experience of like, wow, like I feel really full of love and able to give love right now. It always is like followed by, I mean, sorry, it always follows um, an experience of being loved profoundly. So like if you can think of like a time and I just feel like I just feel so loved by someone, like someone just does something so like beautiful and sacrificial for you and you just are like wow this person is just this person just really loves me and sees me for who I am mm-hmm. then you like your whole way of dealing with reality is different like mm-hmm. you go into the world and you're just like I don't know I just feel like I'm smiling at people I'm like <laughs> happy I, I don't know like I feel like a different person and then like some I'll be able to sacrifice in ways that I did not think possible before mm-hmm. like I'll I don't know be able to go into a situation that I'm like, I don't want to be here normally. You know, I don't want to be here. I'm tired. I'm hungry, whatever. And, but when I feel love, I'm like, I'm all those things still, but I'm able to make that sacrifice. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting thing. Mm -hmm. So it's like when you're, when you're full, that's when a true, you have the actual grace to sacrifice. But when you try to sacrifice without having that grace, it just becomes this, like what you're saying, we were saying like this, this altruism, it's kind of like, I'm, you're, you're setting yourself in this pedestal and like just giving, but you're not, it's not, it's not really you. Like, it's not like, it's not you in this like really true vulnerable sense. It's like, 
you and this like idea of yourself as the sacrificial person. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah. Makes sense. Awesome. All right. Well, before we wrap up, are there any other thoughts on the importance of Eros and Agape for each other with the importance of receptivity found in Eros? I don't think so. I don't think so? <laughs> I think we, yeah. Okay. Well, let's summarize real quick. So, <clears throat> so to bring it back to our points, Eros is not lust. <laughs> Eros is not only sexual. It's longing for what is true, good, and beautiful, but it is found expressed and and understood in a real way in like the the, the sexual romantic relationship, mm-hmm. right? Agape is self-sacrificial love, which is great. It anchors Eros because Eros in its wildness needs to be guided in in the gift of self to 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 give rather than just to take mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so an example i would say then of of both together um kind of out, outside of earthly relationships well let's talk about like christ's like posture before us mm-hmm. you know i had mentioned that on the cross christ is like totally pouring himself out in the the death, his death for the sake of us. But we can also say that he, in a real way, like experiences Eros. Absolutely. Yeah. Like at that moment of his death, like he's, he's pouring himself out, but he also like desires us to give the gift back to him, like receive the gift and then be full to give it back. Yeah. That's what I was saying before. Like, this is the big novelty really of Christianity is that God has Eros. And that's what Pope Benedict says, Mm -hmm. which is a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. to think but yeah like we see that in christ it's like both like you're saying this total self outpouring self-gift on the cross but also this total receptivity to the father yeah that all of that capacity to give is from the father yeah and so that is our model christ is our model of this this was my you know my phrase mutual reciprocity <laughs> <laughs> of agape I love it. and eros yeah beautiful and they like they're always together and they're always yeah, in communion, mm-hmm. we could yeah. say. Yeah, this so. is the model for how to how to become a gift and participate in the communion of persons. Yes, beautiful, awesome. All right, well, thank you everybody for joining our conversation, listening in. Hope you enjoyed it, and we hope to see you next time. Thanks. <laughs>